This podcast is also brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is so easy to use. It's simple, it's fast, it's effective. It's the easiest way to distribute your podcast to every major platform and in the quickest way. I've gone through other websites to host podcasts, and it's a pain in the butt. Anchor does it for you. Join Anchor.fm and do your podcast the right way. And if you're looking to start a podcast, contact one of us at ATV Sports, as we're looking for podcasters for nearly every professional sports team right now. If you think you'd be a good fit, you can also apply at our website, www.atbsports.net. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome back to the Lake Effect. I'm your host Chandler Adams here with episode 26 and we've got a good one for you. We've got on the show today host Johnny Kinsley. Uh, You might know him from the Dudes with Opinions podcast. Go over and check them out. Great content over there. Uh, Really entertaining. He is a Browns fan that writes for the Titans. So perfect combination for a show for the uh, Sunday matchup. But yeah, Johnny, uh, thanks for coming on. No problem. I'm pretty pumped for the regular season. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it has. It's uh, I'm loving the hype videos on Twitter, but I'm really ready to just watch. I'm, I'm ready to watch the real thing. Likewise. Let's get on with it. I uh, guess we'll just jump right into the heart of things. Is why not? But um, I just kind of want to know as, you know, Being a Browns fan, we just kind of talked about in the past, it's been a lot of pain and misery. Some people are finding it hard to stomach that uh, nervous energy, and they're kind of in the back of their mind, they're thinking, well, the Browns are going to Brown. But, you know, there's people out there trying to keep it positive. What are your gut feelings about this Browns season, and, like, where are you leaning towards? I think it's definitely going to be a – a lot more positive season than it was in, uh, in, in, in even uh, the second half of 2018. There was a load of talent on both the offense and defense with the receiving corps having a, a ton of depth with Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, newly acquired Taewon Taylor, who coincidentally enough is from the Titans. And then mm-hmm. you have then you have the, uh, the run game with Nick Chubb and then Kareem Hunt, who's going to come back in week nine or whatever. Uh, and of course, let's let's not forget uh, Baker Mayfield, who has ended the quarterback curse in Cleveland for now. Anyway, hopefully that continues. Um, so, th- so this this offense has a lot of talent, and Freddie Kitchens, the uh, interim offensive coordinator from last year and, and now head coach, um, offered a much friendlier scheme than Hugh Jackson, Todd Haley did. So. Um, I think at the very least he should be competent enough to make uh, to make this offense work and become a Gruden unit. And on, and on the flip side, uh, I'm expecting big things for this pass rush, this this defense. We got uh, with Miles Garrett, Larry Ogunjobi, going on and getting Sheldon Richardson and Olivier Vernon to improve the starting pass rushing depth uh, or or the uh, pass rushing chart uh, was badly needed and. You combine up with guys like Jannard Avery, who's who was really solid in this rookie season, uh, Devaro Lawrence, who was really good in the preseason, uh, this preseason, and um, 
with guys and guys in the linebacking corps like Joe Schobert, Christian Kirksey, Mac Wilson, and then in the secondary with guys like Denzel Ward, rookie Greedy Williams, who I who was an absolute steal in my opinion, uh, and safety Demarius Randall. This is a team with tons of talent on both offense and defense. Of course, the uh, the two concerns for me are obviously the uh, offensive offensive line with. Uh, Issues on the right side and, uh, and of course, left tackle and uh, some of the pass rushing depth. But overall, I think this team uh, has a lot of talent uh, in, in, all, in all the right places, too. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, uh, pass rush, secondary. I, th- I, I think this is going to be a very good year for them. Yeah, I agree with everything you said there. And uh, this is a team that, when you look at it, has – very few holes. Um, there are some glaring ones on the offensive line. And as we just saw with Andrew Luck retiring, that's not what you want to have a bad offensive line. We don't want Baker Mayfield to get hit. But my um, optimism, I guess, which can be a bad thing, is saying, you know, hopefully Baker's ability to get the ball out with the weapons he has can, you know, bump up that offensive line to a level that they're not able to play at normally. But Still, I like them um, going out and acquiring lots of different offensive linemen to try to shore that up. But sp- like on the realm of not a lot of weaknesses, I look at this Titans team, and it's kind of why I wanted to bring you on. It's because you know this Titans team. When I look at it from afar, I don't see many weaknesses aside from quarterback. I am harsh on Marcus Mariota, and I think it's because of how great he was in college. We expect him to be – I expected him to be, you know, better than he is, has been at the pro level. Granted, some of it has been injuries, but from your perspective, what do you – like, about this Titans team, what should Cleveland fans be a little worried about? I think first and foremost, Cleveland fans should be particularly worried about the pass rush in regards to uh, the, the current offensive line going on. Um they they have they have Drill Casey in the interior and they got Cameron Wake um, in the offseason. Casey obviously being one of the best uh, interior pass rushers in the league. Cameron Wake being uh, pretty pretty timeless. Um, and, and 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 there's also the guy uh, my guy Harold Landry who was one of my favorite draft picks from last year's class. I expect him to have a really big season at a outside linebacker, especially since he's in a starting role right now. Um, that, that's, that's the big concern on defense, on offense. Um, I think Mark, I think Marcus Mariota has definitely had, uh, um, more like a, a more, a more credible, uh, skill set than people would give him credit for. I think, I think he's particularly responsible for ma- many of the wins that, uh, have caused, have caused the Titans to become nine and seven for an entire decade, it seems, but, um, in, re- in regards to the offense, it's 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 basically complementary to the defense, which should be one of the better units in all of um, in all of 2019. Um, so, uh, if I had to say anything to Cleveland fans, I would re- I would recommend watching out for the pass rush. I think I think they could have a very big day, especially against the right side, which is looking pretty weak for the Browns. And also the offense, which is probably going to lean very heavily on Derrick Henry, since um, I, I believe uh, Mike Vrabel mentioned that how they're going to make a run-heavy system for Henry this season. 
So I would expect that. I expect I expect, I, I would expect Mariota to have a few scrambles. So those are my concerns if I uh, on the Browns side. Yeah, I Jarrell Casey and Cameron Wake are elite. Um, they're not talked about very often, but Jarrell Casey's been a top 15 defensive tackle the past few years, and Cameron Wake is 53 years old next week and still playing at an elite level in the NFL. There, it is cause for concern, and you know Kevin Byard in the backfield. I mean, backfield for the defense. You hope that uh, we just eliminate what he's able to do being a free safety, but he's one of the top safeties in the game for a reason. We, uh, you brought up the Titans pass rush, but flipping it to the Browns pass rush, does offensive tackle Taylor Lewont being out, um, for this Browns game, do you think that makes enough of a difference to bolster the Browns' chance of winning, or do you think it's just kind of a bump in the road for the Titans? I think it will certainly bolster the Browns' chances of winning, especially with, uh, especially with what, you, what you said about uh, the, qu- the quality of Taylor Lewan. And uh, going from that to uh, the backup, Dennis Kelly, who's going to be 30 next season. Um, so I expect Miles Garrett to have a pretty big game. I'm not sure. I'm I haven't really paid as much attention to Dennis Kelly as many Titans fans have. I'm told he's a he's a really good backup. So um, in that regard, I guess I shouldn't be surprised if Miles Garrett doesn't get more than two sacks in this game. <laughs> um, but obviously, it's not just Miles Garrett. It's Ogunjobi. It's um, Richardson. It's Vernon, and occasionally Avery coming in on those uh, uh, pass rushing mixes. And, yeah, I, this offensive line for the Titans just really can't really compare. They, they just extended Ben Jones a, a, uh, a couple days ago, the center. And I've never really been a big fan of him. Uh, the right tackle, Jack Conklin, was pretty good in 2016. But uh, injuries and playing in a completely different scheme from 2016, which is a more run-oriented offense in comparison to the one that he played in in uh, 2018. He hasn't been nearly as good, so I'm very skeptical of him going into, I think, his final season if he if he wasn't uh, picked up for a fifth-year option. Uh, Roger Saffold was a huge gift for the team because he was one of the absolute best guards in the league last year and pretty much during his entire time for the Rams. So that's big for the interior, especially when the Browns have guys like Ogunjobi and Richardson uh, rushing up the rushing up the A gap or whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, I we like we we already talked about how uh, how I think this uh, Cleveland offensive line will fare against the Tennessee pass rush. I think it might be somewhat of a struggle depending on how Freddie Kitchens schemes things. But I also think the same could be true about the, the Browns pass rush going up against the Titans offensive line, which I think might struggle this season. Yeah, I Taylor Lewan's one of the best left tackles in the game, and having him out, uh, if you're a Browns fan. You're hoping that Dennis Kelly is uh, not that good of a backup. But in the games he played last year, PFF graded him pretty well. Uh, but Miles Garrett's a special player, so hopefully he can exploit that matchup. I uh, So I've already kind of alluded to the Titans. being. We both alluded to them being in that 9-7 and seven purgatory. And 
Also, you know, you look at this Titans team, and there's no show-stopping playmakers. They have solid guys that can break off big plays. You know, Delaney Walker, Corey Davis, Marcus Mariota, Derrick Henry. Like, they don't have that guy. And outside of New England, it's not typical for a team like that to win nine games a year in the NFL. What is there, like, um, you know, do you – is it the coaching, which I know Mike Vrabel is new, but is it just the system they put in down there, or is this just a really just solid group of guys that get along together? I don't know what the like vibe around Tennessee is. I don't know if you could allude to that a little more. I personally think it's it's more it more has to do with uh, how congruent the entire team is, and they're like they're I feel like they're greater than the sum of their parts. You're absolutely right. They don't really have like a consistently spectacular playmaker. Um, some, sometimes Marcus Mariota will have an absolutely great game statistically like he did against teams like the Patriots and Eagles last season. And then there, then there are times there are guys like Derrick Henry who stepped up in a big way in the last quarter of the 2018 season. And, uh, of course, the defense is solid. There's players like Rashawn Evans, Drill Casey, Harold Landry mentioned, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, overall, this is a pretty congruent team. The coach, like, I wouldn't say the coaching is absolutely spectacular. I thought the uh, the play calling with Matt Lafleur last season was kind of conservative at times, but for the most part, it was an absolute. It was a mixed bag. There were plenty of highs, plenty of lows. So this team is consistently solid, which is why they're always racking up nine and seven seasons despite sometimes conservative head coaching, Mariota getting injured every season, not playing a full season in his career. So, um, with, with with the depth that they have in uh, in the receiving corps, Corey Corey Davis has been a very good route runner. I'd I'd personally argue he's a top twenty receiver, and I I really think he should get more chances there. And getting guys like AJ Brown from the draft and uh, Adam Humphreys out of Tampa Bay should help that. Um, also. Uh, I, like, I didn't talk about this in regards to uh, what Browns fans should expect, but the, sec- the secondary has pieces like Kevin Byard, who you mentioned before, is one of the be- one of the best young safeties in the league. He also got massive pay dirt earlier. Um, Malcolm Butler, former Super Bowl hero, not exactly the most consistent corner in the league, although he did turn it around to an extent in the second half of 2018. Dory Jackson is is fine as a corner. Uh, and they they, uh, they also drafted Amani Hooker, who could be a pretty good player um, in his rookie season. We, we never know. But more more along lines, it's it's the offense uh, being being good enough to win games, despite the fact that they don't really put up a lot of yards. They don't put a lot. But like my my point with that is that they they they, they seem to click at the right moments. Not like not not quite enough to put them over to the hump and be a Super Bowl contender, but just enough to be up like, to be over 500. And combined with that defense, there it's no wonder why they're nine and seven despite uh, injuries from guys like Mariota. Yeah, that uh, you mentioned it. Amani Hooker and AJ Brown were two of my. AJ Brown is I've put this on social media many times. My favorite wide receiver in that draft. Uh, the dudes. I don't care what DK Metcalf looks like. The media seems to. AJ Brown's better receiver than DK Metcalf, in my opinion, and he got much less hype. But then I forgot that the uh, Titans went out and got Brent Urban. Uh, You know, Browns fans know him as 
from playing from the Ravens, just a solid edge defender. And then guys like Jeffrey Simmons, but we won't have to worry about that as uh, week one rolls around. But uh, I just kind of want to go what you think would be a, you know, kind of a final prediction for this game. I, you know, the uh, Superbooks have the Browns as a five and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they might be overlooking the Titans a little bit. I also think that they're just trying to get people's money because the Browns have been the talk of the offseason. But, uh, you know, five and a half points is an awful lot to put up against a defense as, as well-rounded as this team is with a coach like Vrabel. But what are your f- kind of final predictions or your thoughts about how this game's going to go? I think with the... Uh... The, the lack of quality on both offensive lines, it, like th- this could be a pretty consistent shootout. I w- um, one, one word I'd say uh, the Browns would win. I think in terms of a final score, I would have to say uh, maybe, maybe Browns 24, Titans 20, something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's completely reasonable. I think – um, you know, people might be upset if the Browns squeak it out and win by one. But in all reality, as we both know, being suffering Browns fans a long time, uh, you know, a win's a win. It yeah, doesn't matter win. If, if you win by one point uh, to win on the record book, move on, learn from those mistakes. Uh, Johnny, while we have you on, do you have any other things you want to add that I maybe didn't allude to about this Titans team that, uh, you know, that you know, that you just think Browns fans should hear about before they go into it, or anything about the Browns you want to add? Uh, I think, uh, in, re- in regards to the Browns, I think they can win somewhere between 10 to 12 games this season, similar to um, my predictions on the Bears from last season. I don't, th- I don't think they're going to peak this season. I think the best is yet to come. But this is one of those years where, where it could be the start of something, uh, something beautiful in Cleveland, where they're a consistent postseason contender. So I think 10 to 12 wins is the uh, the ceiling for them. Or more along the lines, uh, 10 to 11 wins could be the ceiling for them this season, which would be good enough for a postseason appearance. Absolutely, and I love how you mentioned that this is this is not supposed to be your peaking year. And I'm for, I am afraid that if the Browns don't make the Super Bowl, Cleveland will riot. But we got to. It's a long game. You can't microwave everything. I know in today's day and age, it's now, now, now. But some things just take time. Uh, can't nuke up everything, and you know, they just got to play it smart. Hopefully, Dorsey um, allocates the cap so that we can pay guys like Baker and Garrett and Denzel when their times come. But you know, uh, Johnny, unless you have anything else to add, I think that's all that we had to cover. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. I'm, uh, of course at, uh, at Brickwall Blitz for anyone listening. So, um, you can follow me there on Twitter. Yeah. Also, I'll, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Um, also, uh, follow the dudes with opinions podcast at dudes W opinions on Twitter. Shameless plug, but whatever. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be sure to tag your account and the dudes with opinion account when i post this um out but uh thank you again for coming on and uh go follow him at Brickwall blitz i'll make sure to tag that but uh yeah johnny thank you so much for coming on my pleasure Chandler. thank you yep